Well, good morning. Hey, so, so thankful for each and every one of you. I'm Joe. I serve as one of the pastors here at Riverbend. I want to welcome all of our first-time guests here with us this morning as well. We're glad you're here with us today. We'd love to connect with you. One of the easiest ways to do that is to fill out a connection card. You can find that online or here in the gathering space, as well as we have a gift bag for you. We'd love you to pick that up. We have sunglasses in there, Riverbend sunglasses. They're cool. They're white. And they're awesome. We would love for you to connect with us here. But again, we're glad each and every one of you is here with us, either in person or watching online. And I hope you had a great, great Thanksgiving. And today marks something else as well. Does anybody know what today is? What's the first, what's the day's the first day of? Do you know? Advent, Christmas decorating for some, uh, but Advent is, is today, and Advent is a time to celebrate and to remember that arrival, that coming of Jesus, and I think it's easy to go from Thanksgiving to Advent to Christmas and not slow down enough to prepare our hearts and our minds for the season we're entering into, and one of the ways that we actually prepare ourselves is to not forget the power of gratitude and expressing thankfulness and to be aware of what it is that God is up to. And so as we we begin our time together today, I want to just start with this first part of our message. And it's, it's first of all, that as we think back to what it is that we talked about uh, last week, we talked about this idea of like, do you want to be made well? And we talked about that idea of how important it is for us to be able to come before Jesus and answer that honestly. And as Jesus does this miracle, one of the things that happens is that people get really upset that he did a miracle and healed a man on the Sabbath. And so it becomes like this big to-do. It becomes this big thing. It it becomes something uh, that they get really upset about Jesus doing and they because he wasn't following their strict Sabbath rules. And, and as a result, you start seeing Jesus interact around that. And we're going to see that in just a few minutes as we jump into today's passage in, in John 5. But as we continue on here, I want to, I want to give you this as well. Um, as we think back to this idea of what we, we looked at last week, we looked at these three things that we talked about. And then as we continue on, I want to just continue to go forward here and, and look at what it is that we're talking about today specifically. And, and the, the first part of this is where have you seen God at work? Where have you seen God at work? Because again, Jesus is going to show us that God is always at work, even on days like the Sabbath, which was a day of rest. But I want us to pay special attention to where we are seeing God at work. Where is his activity in our life? Because as we think about that, and as we consider that, Henry Blackaby would say this. He would say, watch to see where God is working and join him. So we're, we're to watch to see where God is at work and we're to join him. We're actually to be sensitive to the work that he's doing. And so there are going to be times where he's going to invite us into certain spaces that maybe for whatever reason we weren't aware he was working in, but he's at work. And a lot of times it starts with the work he's doing within us, that we would have an attitude that adjusts. I, I know this week he's been inviting me into some things where he says, hey, there are people that you need to go to and just ask for their forgiveness. You've unintentionally hurt them. 
You didn't mean to, but you hurt them. And I could say, no, 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 it's, I don't want to make a big deal about it. You know, it's going to be awkward. It's going to get weird. It's going to, you know, you know all the things, right? That was just me. It's, you know, and it's, no, no. It, this is me joining him in what he's doing. He's purposely inviting me into a space. And this is actually freeing me from the, the, the need to have an image in the eyes of others and a, a sense of pridefulness that I'm unwilling in humility to acknowledge, hey, I may have hurt you without meaning to. And I want to just ask for your forgiveness. I want to make it right as I can. And so that, those are some of the ways that he's working. And sometimes he works in, in a variety of ways in that regard, but then other ways as well. You know, like this week, we had a heating issue. Um, and it was in the kids' area. And if you know our relationship with our kids' area heating uh, issues that have emerged at times, and I'm like, ah, we fixed this last year. This shouldn't be an issue this year, but it was an issue. And I, I remember uh, as we were thinking back through all the things that we were told to do last year, I did all those things, and they weren't working this year. And so this time around, I emailed as soon as I realized nothing was going to work uh, that was supposed to work. And I emailed the people that work on our heating system, and they, within a minute on Wednesday, so this is the day before Thanksgiving, or this was actually Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, the week of Thanksgiving, they, they called me in a, within a minute and said, hey, we want to come out Wednesday. Are you available for us to come out and check it out? And I said, yes, I am available. <laughs> and so they came, they checked it out, had a great conversation with the guy looking at it. He's like, you actually don't even need to be here. You can go do your thing. I was like, are you sure? I'm happy to be here, Ed. That's his name. Ed, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to make sure you got what you need. And so Ed's like, hey, you don't need a new unit. We need to go get a new part. We're going to go ahead and get the new part and make sure it's put in Friday so that you're ready to go for Sunday. And all, this st- all the time I'm like, God, I don't know how this is all going to work out, but you know. And these are just small ways that we see him at work in our lives and how he's making a way for us. But I want us to, again, watch to see the activity of what it is that God is doing, how he's at work, how he is moving. And again, gratitude helps us to have eyes to see those things. But listen to what Jesus would say in in John chapter 5. And this is Jesus being attacked. They were actually looking for ways to kill Jesus at this point because he healed somebody on the Sabbath. But listen to what it says. He says, it says this, in his defense, Jesus said to them, and let's read this whole section right here together on three. One, two, three. My father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. In other words, he's doing what he and the heaven, his heavenly father have been talking about, what he's been shown, they're doing this work. They're at work in the lives of people, in the places that we find ourselves. He is at work. He is at work. And then later on here in, in John 5, it says the following. It says, Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than these, so that you will be amazed. And so again, we we hear Jesus giving an answer, giving a response. He says, again, very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing 
by himself. He can only do what he sees the Father doing. Again, this speaks of their intimate communion, their relationship. Again, he says, whatever the Father does, the Son also does. He imitates what the Father has shown him. So this is speaking of this, this relationship and this relationship that we're invited into because of the finished work of Jesus on our behalf. It's incredible to think about. And again, he says, the Father loves the Son. And as we respond to the Father's love for us, we too join in loving the Son and experience the love that the Father and the Son share together. We're again invited into this relationship. But Jesus says this interesting thing. He says, yes, the works that you're seeing, they're they're great, but there's even more works to come. There are greater works to come that are going to even be more amazing than what I did for this man in healing him. There's greater works. There's greater things that I'm to do. And we see that through what he would do in his life, death, burial, and resurrection. But do we believe he's still doing greater works today? Do you? Do I? Do I believe he's at work? Do I believe he's actively involved in my life, in the lives of others, in the places that I find myself? Do I believe that? Do I live like that? Do I live with eyes wide open and a heart posture that is available to what it is that he's doing? So as we think about that, I want to give you the following. Gratitude adjusts our attitude and makes us attuned to how God is at work. Let's say that out loud together on three, one, two, three. Gratitude adjusts our attitude and makes us attuned to how God is at work. Turn to your neighbor and say, gratitude looks good on you. Yeah, gratitude looks good on you. Because guess what? Gratitude looks good on everybody. And gratitude is more than just saying something like, I'm thankful. But gratitude also allows us to attack the thing within us that causes us to constantly compare and to covet after what somebody else has. Because gratitude brings awareness to what it is that I have. Gratitude brings awareness to how God is at work, that God is at work in my life as he's at work in your life as well. So gratitude, the the daily expression to God, I am thankful for you because you are this. I am thankful for how you're at work in my life in this way. To express that not only changes us, but it changes the atmosphere and the environment that we walk into. Because we get to set the temperature when we bring an attitude of gratitude. Because again, gratitude adjusts our attitude and makes us attuned to how God is at work. It moves us from a scarcity mindset of, oh, I don't have much. And I've got to protect what I have. Or I've got to do it in my own power and my own strength to an abundance mindset that says, look at all I have. And not just possession-wise, but look at all that's been given to me. Look at all the people in my life. Look at all the gifts that I've been given. Look at all the relationships that I have fostered by God's grace in my life. Look at his provision my house, my car, the fact that I have heat, that I have the problem that I have to call an HVAC company to come fix the heat. Because there are many people that don't even have that problem. They don't have a heating system. But I do. We do. We have so much to be grateful for. So again, gratitude. Adjust our 
attitude. It makes us attuned to how God is at work. And so as we think about this, I want to give you the following. And what we're going to do in just a moment, I'm going to invite you as you feel led, as we are in the week of Thanksgiving. And I know we're starting Advent. But again, I want us to come into this season, this Christmas season, with a heart that is grateful, but attuned to how God is at work and joining Him in that. But I'm going to invite you to come up to the stage and speak from this mic. All right? You're going to speak from this mic. And as, as we do that, what we're going to do is we're going to answer the, the following. What are you thankful for? Who are you thankful for? And how do you see God at work? And again, this is to give you a framework because without a framework, we could go on for like probably 10 minutes and before we actually get to where we're trying to get because we're like, oh, I'm just processing out loud here and I'm trying to figure it out. But what we want to do is we want to be mindful of others as well because we want to make sure we're providing space and opportunity for them to do that. So as we think about how God's working and how we're grateful for how he's at work, I want to invite you to share and so I'm going to go first, and then as you feel led, you can just come right up. We can get a line formed if we need to. It's fine. But we're purposely wanting to hear from one another. Because there's power when we hear from each other, more than just power when you hear from someone from a stage. Because we are a body, the body of Christ. We are the family of God. We've been brought in, we've been bought by his blood, by his sacrifice. And so as brothers and sisters, we have so much to share together in. But what I, what I think about what I'm thankful for is I am just thankful for not only my family uh, with Amy and Ray and the gift that that is, but just to know where I've come from and the gift that I have in them. Um, and, and I don't want to have to, I don't want to rehash the whole story, but you know a lot of it, but I'm grateful that I have that. That is such a gift. I'm grateful for this church and this community that I'm a part of and the ways in which you help me to be more attuned to how he's at work and the things that you encourage me with as far as, hey, this is the thing I, I want to affirm in you, but also lovingly challenging me where I have blind spots because we all have blind spots. And I'm grateful to be in a community like that. And so those are a couple things that I uh, have come to mind when I think about what I'm grateful for. How about you? All right, because I don't want to, you know, talk the whole time and tell you everything that I have, because I could go on. But as you know, right, I'm not short on words. But I'm going to allow space for you guys to share as well. So as you feel led, I want to invite you to come up. I'll be right here. I'll stand right next to you uh, as you share as well. So as you feel led, come on up. And introduce yourself too, because people don't know you. Hi, I'm John. Um, I'm thankful for my family, for my wife, for the jobs we have. Super thankful for how uh, God has always provided for us through hard times and just leading us here. And always uh, we seem to have enough and seem to um, be blessed so that we can bless others. And mm -hmm. so I'm thankful for all those things. Yeah, thanks, John. Appreciate it. Let's give it up for John. Come on now. You're good, man. You're good. Keep those coming. I was going to tackle anybody. That <laughs> Joe usually puts a plant or two. <laughs> Stand up. Let's go. 
Um, Joe usually puts a plant or two out there, and I just want to know I'm not a plant. I uh, I'm really thankful. If you know, uh, if you know our family at all, then you know that we've been through some very hard times in the past four years, three or four years. And I am so thankful the way the men's group has come alongside uh, me, and how the church has come alongside us in through some of these really tough times that we've had. And I, I just want to say, if you are struggling, don't struggle alone. Make sure that you reach out to your church family because we are here for you and, and there's people that love you and there's resources and there's a lot available if you'll, if you'll reach out to folks and they do come alongside and that's what I'm so thankful for. Thanks, Matt. Let's give it up. That's a good word. You guys don't have to fight. I love this. I'm thankful that there wasn't a fight here at Riverbend this morning. I am thankful. My name's Keith, by the way. And uh, I am thankful um, for a heart condition that um, draws my attention every so often. Um, it's, it's been a weird couple of weeks here for me, and many of you know that. Um, but I'm thankful that there seems to be doctors that have some abilities to figure things out. I continue to pray for them. <laughs> Because they still haven't figured it out, but we're working on it. But I'm also thankful that um, God has given me the support of my lovely wife and beautiful children. Um, when I'm not around all the dudes at this church, um, who also are a great support for me also. And I see God at work through my weaknesses. And I'm, I'm so thankful for that and so thankful for him to make things clear to me. Thank you, Keith. Let's give it up. Hello, guys. I'm Sam. Um, I'm thankful for a lot of things, friends and family, but I was actually sharing with my husband last night um, the church that I grew up going to. <laughs> um, so whenever I think about what I'm thankful for, um, I think a lot about not just the good things in the life, but all the suffering that I've been to. God does a lot of 
breaking you down so he can build you back up again. And he continues breaking you down over and over and over just so he can build you back up again. And I was, like, I was actually reading into Job's life. If you guys know this, don't know the story of Job, he's gone through a lot of suffering. And at some point in Job 2, verses 9 to 10, um, this happens. So Job's wife, his wife says to him, are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, you're talking like a foolish woman. Should we accept good from God and not trouble? So I'm thankful for all the pain that I've gone through in my life because that is a blessing from God. Mm. Amen. Thanks, Jeremy. Let's give it up. Another race. Hi. I'm, I'm that. Greg. For, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Samantha's dad, Chris's father-in-law. Um, I have to admit that sometimes as a Christian, I struggle with hardship. You know, this year has been a trying year. I was diagnosed with prostate cancer, had a prostatectomy in March. And every time I, you know, go every three months for a PSA, I'm always worried that it's going to be ticking up. Uh, I think Mike kind of knows the feeling. Uh, and I have to admit, as a Christian, I wrestle with that. Sometimes I get angry with God. And I will also admit that Job is my least favorite book in the Bible. <laughs> because, because Job suffers tremendously. And in the end, when he finally gets a chance to talk to God, all God says to him is, who are you to question me? Who are you to question me? I made you. What do you know? Who are you to question me? And that's not a very satisfying answer to me. <laughs> but, but what I do know and what I'm extremely thankful for among many things, I mean, my wonderful family and this great church fellowship and that my surgery went well and there's many things to be thankful for. But when I get angry with God, I think the thing that I'm most thankful for is that he brings to mind Romans 5.8 says that uh, while we, you know, we, while we were still sinners, you know, God shows his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. And so I, I just focus on the fact that Christ died for my sins and just proves to me that God is a loving God. And even though I can't explain things like why Sarah passed away at 35, mm. it was a girl that Stephanie and I taught in the twos and threes class at, at Salem Bible Church. And I can't explain those things. I, you know, and I, I can't explain prostate cancer and lymphoma. But, but we do know this, that God shows his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So yeah. we can be thankful for that all the time. Thanks, Greg. That's awesome. Yeah. Emily. Emily. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Emily. Um, if you know me, I don't really like speaking. <laughs> here you are. <laughs> I like singing. I don't like speaking. Um, you can sing your thanks. That's fine. <laughs> you won't. I think I will spare all from that. Um, so I have like a lot of things that I could really talk about being thankful, like where we talk about counting every blessing and like literally just looking at my Christmas tree and having joy, I feel like comes from God, you know. Um, but I wanted to talk more about um, just like where, and see, this is where my speaking comes in. So let me just collect yeah, my thoughts. Um, so my husband, we have, like, traveled a lot um, and gone to different places. And um, Riverbend actually posted a photo of him this week, and he's in the car lot. I'm not going to say where he works, but you guys can go see that on Facebook. <laughs> but we have moved with them for the past 10 years, essentially. Um, 
And I used to be very, very, very nervous, like very anxious about where we were going to be. Um, and then the more I look back, the more I realize that God has really put us where we need to be when we need to be there. Um, and so I'm really grateful for that because it brought us here, um, which is really funny because we prayed like so hard for different places. One time we wanted to move to Texas and we were like, God, please send us to Tyler, Texas. And that was like the specific city. Um, so Hunter gets a call and it is a guy named Tyler who has a Texas phone number, but he actually worked in Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, and so he was like, hey, I want to interview you for this job. And we moved to Lynchburg. I um, mean, we stayed there for four years and we absolutely loved it. Um, but then it came time for him to, you know, get his own store. And so we were like, God, um, let us move, you know, not too far from here. Um, and there was a store opening in Roanoke, which is about an hour south of Lynchburg. And so with that, um, we started looking at houses and started just like traveling down there to kind of like scope it out. And I said, Hunter, something doesn't feel right. Like it, this does not feel like where I want to be. And I, you know, oddly had been praying for that specific thing. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pray that God puts us where we need to be. And sure enough, he applied for Roanoke and he did not get it. And I feel like when I had heard about him not getting the job in Texas, um, I was like in tears, <laughs> in that, like years and years before that. But when I found out he didn't get the job, I kind of was like, that's fine. Like, I just felt like it wasn't for us. And then, you know, a week later, we found out about him getting the job in Easton, and then we are here. Yeah, so <laughs> who knows how long we'll be here. Hopefully we'll be here a long, long time. <laughs> That's a what I'm praying. Time. Time. <laughs> but honestly, been, I think... I've been aware I, of what the Lord's saying to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly my prayer from now on going forward is just pray that God's will be done. You know, if that means I stay here for the rest of my life, that's awesome. Um, if that means I move closer to my family in Virginia one day, if it means I move all the way to California, hopefully not. Um, but just that God's will be done in our lives. So That's awesome. Thanks, Emily, for sharing. I'm Jesse. What I'm really thankful for today is River Bend. Many of you, most of you, were not here in 2009 when we started. There's about small, maybe two dozen people in a hotel room. And what I'm so thankful for is the love of Jesus that I see in this room and in each of you that is living out, living out, being lived out in your families the way you love your wives, your husbands, your spouses, your children, the way you're living out your faith in your neighborhoods and in our workplaces, that, that we are a church that God is still growing and, and challenging, but we, generally speaking, for the most part, are doing everything we can to follow Jesus everywhere we go and not just on a Sunday. And to see the outreach that God has given us in the community and all the new opportunities he's given us, we are so far from where we first started. And what's exciting to think about is how much further God has yet to take us. 
Thanks, Jesse. It's mm. awesome. My name is Owen, and I'm thankful for my fish and my family. And, and I love that I can help pick up the trash here. And, 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 I, and I am thankful that, I, that my dad and mom could get a recycling can. Mm, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we're the Harrises, and uh, my name is Brian, and I'm just, just thankful for God's amazing grace and his mercy. Um, as many of you know, I have a condition called Crohn's, and um, two years ago I had a surgery, but I'm doing amazingly well, and I'm just thankful for his faithfulness and bringing us through that, um, and I'm thankful for this church. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, let's give it up. Because you guys didn't know, Owen is our trash recyclable leader for here at River Bend. All right, he makes sure everything's going the way it should be going. One up, Jason. As, as Joe said, my name's Jason, mm -hmm. uh, for those who don't know me, um, and I'm just thankful for God's providence. Um, a lot of changes, uh, not bad changes, just a lot of changes for my family over the last year, just where we live, where my kids go to school, um, you know, professionally, some changes as well. And I'm just thankful that God's in control because I feel anxiety and take a lot of that on myself a lot of times. I know unnecessarily, but it's nice to know that he's in control of those changes um, and, and just to see sometimes the glimpses of what he has in that, um, even just in the first few months that my kids have been going to Lehigh Christian Academy where they were previously at home kind of through the pandemic period and everything. Um, just the growth and the, the, the way that I've seen God use that um, in their lives. So just uh, thankful for that. That's awesome, Jason. That's cool. Well, we're going to wrap up here in just a minute. So if you, if you want to go, uh, go ahead and go ahead and do that. No, no pressure for anybody to do that. But also, I want you to just pay attention to how that changes your mood to hear from others. Did, did you notice a difference? Did you experience something where you're reminded Hey, his activity is everywhere. It's not limited to this space. It's not limited to my life alone. Um, but he's always at work, and he's always moving. Um, but to, to be attuned, to be adjusted. And Rich, come on up, man. You can share. Yeah, come on up. Yeah. Well, thanks, Joe. I'm Rich. I'm Jason's dad. And, of course, I'm thankful for Jason. <laughs> um, but actually, I'll merge all three questions into one. Um, I'm really thankful for uh, what God has done in my life this last 10 or 12 years. Um, grew up in the church and uh, lived in the left brain, if you know what I mean. Lots of theology, lots of doctrine, lots of training and all of that. But to experience God personally as a being, um, to live with him um, every day, every hour, uh, it's, not so, it's not so much... What did God do for you when you were saved 50 years ago or 70 years ago is closer to my range. <laughs> um, 
It's um, what did he do to you today, this morning, uh, five minutes ago, when you were ex when you were talking to him, when he was engaging you. Um, that he is he is real, and he's a person, and I can know him. And you can grow up in the church and really miss much of that if you're not careful. Thanks, Rich. It's good. Mm. Come on up, Chief. You, you want to share, Chief? It's his name, Chief, by the way, in case you're like, it's not like, hey, Chief, like a nickname that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Good morning. I'm thankful for this church. I'm thankful for the people around me, and especially my boss, John. Um, he has been a godsend for me. He has been a second father to me when I had no father. He took me when everybody else said, he's no good. I'm very thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the Lord having me breathe every day, waking up every day. And I'm also thankful for his grace. I've been saved four or five times, literally, figuratively. I have lost my life five times, and he has brought me back. And I'm here to testify that he is almighty, and that shows the power of him. He can move mountains, and he can move people. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks so much, Chief. Well, hey, as we, as we wrap up this time, maybe you weren't comfortable coming up on stage. Maybe you didn't feel like, hey, I just need more time to think about this. Hey, whether it's today or some other time this week, make sure that you share this. Uh, first of all, in relationship, as Rich had mentioned, as we walk with the Lord, right? It's, it's a day-by-day, moment-by-moment, hour-by-hour walk with them. And that's such a gift to know that we have that. But then to tell others as well, uh, to let them know, hey, this is what I see God doing, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, because one of the things that we can miss is we assume people know and that they don't need to hear this. But they do need to hear this. They need to hear even the things about suffering. As many of you mentioned, you don't know who needs to hear that today. You know that, hey, I've walked this journey, and I'm continuing to walk through this journey of suffering. Or or something else that you shared. There's power when we come together in that way. Well, as, as we wrap up our time through this section, I just want to give us a moment just to thank God in prayer. You know, we, we've already been proclaiming to him, hey, I'm grateful for this. I'm thankful for this. Well, I want us to gather corporately to turn our attention through prayer and just, to, in a, just the quiet that we're going to have for a, a moment here. Whatever you want to say to him, in response to what you heard, I want to invite you to do that. And then I'll close this in a word of prayer.